Welcome to Strike Deck Radio, a podcast focused on customer success and the leaders who are implementing best practices in our field. This podcast is brought to you by Strike Deck and the Success League. Strike Deck is a customer success automation platform that helps CSMs effectively manage their customer relationships. The Strike Deck solution enables churn prevention, upsells, and customer advocacy. They use machine learning and predictive analytics to bubble up insights and alerts about customer health, sentiment, and engagement. The Success League is a consulting firm focused on customer success. We work with executives who are ready to build and develop a top-performing customer success team that drives revenue and retention for the organization. We also offer training programs for CSMs and customer success leaders. For more information, you can visit our website at thesuccessleague.io. My name is Kristen Hare, and I'm the host of Strike Deck Radio and the founder and CEO of the Success League. On today's podcast, I'll be talking with Rona Yang from Dynamic Yield. She heads up customer success operations and will be sharing her journey into that part of customer success, as well as some approaches she took to building up the processes that make the CS team at Dynamic Yield really successful. So Rona, welcome to our show today. Thanks. Thanks for having me here. I'm excited. So before we get started on our discussion about customer success ops, can you share with the audience how you ended up in customer success? What was your career path into our field? Sure. Um, So I've actually bounced around a bit Um, in my career. I've been in merchandising. I've been in education. um, And now I'm here at a SaaS company. Um, But I think the common theme uh, was always around operations. So I was actually Mm -hmm. hired by DY um, a little over a year ago, mostly for my experience uh, with implementing Salesforce and Pardot um, and uh, creating processes for, for growing companies. So the position just happened to be within customer success. Um, I actually had never worked with a, a customer success team before this. Actually, don't think I knew what customer success was before this role. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people end up kind of getting into customer success sort of in a sideways way like that. So um, you're definitely not alone. Um, I'd also love to know a little bit more about Dynamic Yield. Can you share a little about the company and how customer success is structured there? Um, Sure. So uh, we are an AI-powered personalization platform. So we we deliver... like a customized experience to our customers via web, mobile, email, um, kiosks now. Um, and we've been around for, for about five years. Um, in okay. terms of the structure, so we are based out of Tel Aviv. That's where our headquarters are. That's where we started. Um, that is where I am today, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's very beautiful outside um, here at the beach. Cool. Um, and now we have offices in Berlin, Singapore, New York, um, and actually now London as well. So we kind of follow the sales team. So where they are and where they end up um, making deals is kind of where we uh, send our customer success teams to to be to help support our customers. Cool. And then is it just a, a lot of CSMs or do you have other roles on the team as well? Yeah, so um, we actually have done a lot of restructuring this year. So 
Before this year, it was customer success managers that were mostly focused on the business aspects and helping our customers with uh, their personalization strategies. And then we had customer success engineers that were responsible for the more technical coding pieces. Um, okay. Last year, we actually um, added onboarding managers. Uh, so now we have an onboarding manager in each region um, okay. to help our new customers get onboarded to the platform. And then we also added a technical account manager that kind of um, sits in between the business and the, the coding technical side. Um, okay. So yeah, we've, we've expanded quite a bit this year. That's great. I want to dig in a little on customer success operations with you because that's really your area of specialty. Um, And in a lot of companies, that sort of means, quote unquote, person who manages our CS platform. But for you, you know, as we were prepping for this, I know it means a whole lot more than that. So what does your day-to-day role look like? Yeah, so... um... Really, I, I mean, my, my job is really to the to help the CS team in, in whatever uh-huh. shape or manner that looks like. And so I'm always on the lookout for um, new tools that might make us more efficient um, and scale the team. Um, I then work on, you know, negotiating prices for those tools, um, implementing them, creating processes, and then ultimately training the team to actually use the tool. Um, and mm-hmm. in general, just making sure that it, it is a tool that actually gets used and not something that we buy that just sits on the shelf. Um, yeah. That making sure it's kind of like integrated within our organization um, and, and ultimately provides value in whatever way the tool is designed to provide value. So Rona, I know one of the main reasons you were brought on board was to build processes for the CS team at Dynamic Yield. Uh, how was the team functioning before you joined? And then how did you approach developing processes for that group? Yeah, so before I joined, um, each region kind of had their own processes. Uh, and then even within the region, each CSM kind of had their own processes and tools. Everything was mm-hmm. um, in Google, in Google Sheets, Google Drives, whatever. There is no real place that you could go where you could see, um, you know, information about a customer, for example, right? Okay. You can imagine how terrible that would be if someone were <laughs> to leave the company and yes. someone new comes in not knowing anything about the, the customer. So um, the first thing we did was really focus on um, getting one, everyone up to speed on Salesforce, um, mm-hmm. really pounding it into their heads that Salesforce is the source of truth and that everything can be documented in Salesforce. So that was um, people who use Salesforce, I'm sure, uh, have experienced pains with that as well. Um, But and then it was just about like expanding from that. And um, for example, realizing that there is no real onboarding process and that everyone was using a project plan that was in Excel. Um, and sending that to our customers, mm-hmm. which was not very professional. Um, and yeah. so now we use Asana and there is a templated onboarding plan for whatever modules you purchase. Um, and so it's very easy for our CSM and our customer um, and our uh, onboarding manager to go through the checklist and make sure that we haven't missed anything, for example. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it was a lot of... Uh, 
sitting down with the CSMs, um, just kind of understanding the job, um, and then taking that and, and finding new tools to help them. Cool. Um, I think that's great. It's a, I think it's a neat systematic approach to, you know, process design. I think it can be kind of overwhelming for some companies to, to really think about how to do that. And they sort of feel like they have to do it all at once. And it's nice to hear how you approach that. Um, as we were prepping for the interview, you mentioned a lot of different solutions that your team uses that you serve as the administrator for. Can you share some of the technology that your team is using right now and what they use everything to do? Um, sure. So like I said, we use um, Salesforce um, kind of mm-hmm. as our source of truth. Uh, but we actually hope yeah. that next year we'll migrate the customer success team over to Strike Deck. Um, so rather than opening cool. up Salesforce every morning, they'll open up Strike Deck um, and be able to see kind of the same information that they used to see in Salesforce, but in a more customer centric view. Uh, we use uh-huh. a tool called Troops, which um, has been really great in helping us make sure that our CSMs are logging their calls. Um, so it kind of it pings the CSM after every meeting and it says like, time to update your, your call. Um, and then it also will send out alerts to make sure that um, Salesforce and eventually uh, strike decks stay up to date. So um, Troops has been just really great mm-hmm. in helping us like maintain that um, data integrity. Okay. Um, we use Asana for onboarding and for project management. Um, and, and I think eventually we want to maybe tie Asana with Salesforce or tie it with Strike Deck or do something like that. Like I really believe that all these tools should be talking to each other. I don't want my CSM yeah. having to jump into different tools at all, you know, different times. And I think that's just really annoying. Um, and then we actually just purchased uh, Zendesk. So we are switching over right now, which is actually why I'm in Tel Aviv, um, to use Zendesk so that we have a more customer focused um, ticketing system. That's great. Um, that's a lot of tools. <laughs> so, um, I can't keep them all straight in my head. So <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like a lot of really robust, um, resources for your team though, which is amazing as much of a challenge as it makes it for you as the one <laughs> who's running all of them. Um, I think one of the big challenges you talked to me about when we were prepping was that you had to to create a smooth handoff from CSM to CSM as customers needed to be transitioned. And I know that's a really common question that I get a lot is how do you, how do you create that smooth handoff? Um, Because, you know, as customer bases grow, you have to move customers around a little bit. Can you share um, how you approached that challenge? Sure. Um, So we actually realized that we needed a process because we were, um, growing in CSMs. So mm-hmm. uh, even in our New York office, we had, I think, four CSMs, and then that grew very quickly to seven. So not just customers, not just getting more customers, but also getting more CSMs and kind of shifting people around. Um, mm-hmm. So it was actually one of the account directors that created a just a very simple form that had some information on it. Um, and then I took that and I used a tool called, um, 
it's in Google. It's like a free Google um, tool where basically um, you fill out this Google form and then it can actually push the form to a variety of people. So um, pushing it to kind of the other people in dynamic yield who need to know that this change is happening um, it was really important because you would have, you know, a, an account director or a salesperson that wouldn't even realize that the CSM was changing hands. So um, it was important for us to do that. Um, and then also just kind of to keep that information um, in, in Salesforce afterwards so that we could always go back and kind of see what did they talk about uh, mm-hmm. you know, what, you know, making sure that the, the transition was really smooth. Um, and then kind of along with that building a process so that the customer felt comfortable. And you can't do this all the time, but when it was right. ESM transitioning, not leaving the company, but just, you know, transitioning into another um, account, uh, trying to have at least a month overlap where when they have weekly meetings, the new CSM coming in can sit in on these meetings and kind of just listen and absorb um, what the customer's pain points are. Uh, we try to always do that um, just just so that the customer can can feel like they're being supported through this transition. That's great. I, I think if you have the luxury of being able to do it, that's always a, a smoother transition plan than just kind of pulling the Band-Aid off and <laughs> moving accounts yeah, around. Yes, and I would say also just because the CSMs have gotten so much better at um, you know, keeping the data clean, um, that definitely uh-huh. really helped as well. We're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back with the rest of the interview in a minute. I want to let you know about a special live podcast coming up. Strike Deck Radio and Helping Cells Radio are teaming up for one night only, September 26th at the Service Rocket office in Palo Alto, California. Bill Couchard, the host of Helping Cells Radio, and I will be talking about our favorite episodes, sharing things we have learned about customer success from our guests, and answering your questions about our podcasts. Join us for this live podcast on September 26th at 5.30 p.m. in Palo Alto. For more information, check the link in this podcast description or go to meetup.com and search for 2019 September Palo Alto CS Meetup. We hope you'll join us. The Success League offers a research-based certification program for CSMs. This 16-class series is based on a study we conducted on the various fields that CSMs are coming from and the skills and strengths they are bringing to the table. Our comprehensive certification course helps CSMs build knowledge in new areas and enhances the background they already have. Our online classes are instructor-led by seasoned customer success leaders and include tools and exercises that CSMs and managers can use to extend learning beyond the class. Our program is designed to drive knowledge retention, meaningful change, and real results. For more information and our fall schedule, please visit thesuccessleak.io. And now back to the podcast. So, Rona, another challenge you worked on is one we run into a lot at the Success League as we are working with our clients, and that's escalations. Um, what sort of processes did you develop to deal with customer escalations? Well, uh, so I talked about a tool that we use called Troops. Um, mm-hmm. After every call pings the CSM to log that call. Um, so what we did was we built a process within that um, where you actually rate the call from 
um, static to satisfied, neutral, um, unsatisfied, and frustrated. And okay. so every call gets gets a, a score basically. Um, and when it's negative, um, it will automatically send a note to all of the directors um, and to the product team that outlines why it was negative. Um, mm-hmm. So I've, I've seen that that will happen. And then someone from product or, you know, one of the managers will jump in with contacts or jump in and say like, okay, let's get on the phone with the customer um, or let's, let's push this feature earlier because this customer is really upset about this thing. Um, so that has really helped a lot with, um, escalation. And then Mm -hmm. that same score is actually used as part of our health metric, um, that we calculate in strike deck. Uh, when there's too many negative, um, alerts, it actually will eventually turn that health score red. Um, and does that, then we get another alert that also goes out to the team that says this account has turned red. Got it. Yeah, that that creates a lot of transparency across your group and a lot of visibility into what's happening with clients. On the people side of that, does you know does something turning red um, mean that they escalate to a manager? Or do your CSMs usually handle that themselves and then escalate to a leader if they need to? How does that work on the people side of it? Yeah, so um, turning red is just one part of it. Um, okay, we then have another flag that um, considers the red and considers other factors. Um, and mm-hmm. there's actually an email that goes out to the almost the entire company, including our CEO oh, okay. and um, CTO. Um, and they really jump on that and, and make sure that our um, they can do whatever possible to make sure that that uh, customer is um, happy again. So mm-hmm. it's been really great, I think. I think because... Um, you know, we started out as such a, a, we started out as a small company and I think we're, we're still, um, you know, we're growing, but we're still fairly small, but, um, I think it's great to see, um, the CEO jumping in and trying to help, uh, with these escalations. Um, it really makes everyone feel like they're kind of working together, I think. Absolutely. I mean, I think it it kind of reinforces the fact that, you know, troubled customers in churn are a whole company problem, not just a customer success problem. And, uh, you know, I I think it's it's great that your leaders are willing to do that. One thing you always need to do as you're introducing new processes and tools is train the team. How do you approach training on new solutions and what have you found works the best? Are there any tactics that you've found over the years that don't work? Yeah, so I think I finally got into a good <laughs> rhythm um, with introducing new processes. But okay. when, I, when I first started, um, I would send out weekly emails with all of the different changes um, or new processes that were mm-hmm. came up in that week, um, and I got feedback pretty quickly that it was it was too much information. So um, I actually we use Confluence. Um, to store all of our information. And so I started putting um, small snippets of art uh, of articles that were like easily searchable into Confluence. I also started making okay. um, videos. 
So just like quick one, two minute videos on how to do something um, and adding them to Confluence as well. So that's been really helpful. And then um, as of about three months ago, I started having um, regional meetings where I would take any kind of like questions that people had throughout the month or anything that was um, that maybe a CSM did incorrectly or didn't follow the process. And I would create, um, I've been creating like PowerPoint presentations that are more interactive. So, you know, when would you create a churn case? And then I would give them like four choices and then have them discuss, um, you know, when a churn case should be, created, for example. So I've been doing those. We've got it. Um, and I think that it's been really helpful because they're, they're real issues that people are struggling with. And if they're struggling in one region, it's very likely that they're struggling in another region. Um, and then we use Gong, actually. So I've been recording those on Gong um, so that future CSMs can also um, listen in on them. Oh, that's great. You know, success operations is really a growing field. Um, we're starting to see this kind of a role pop up in, you know, different clients that we work with. If someone in our audience is interested in moving their career toward a career in success operations, how would you recommend that they get started? I think that there are just um, so many resources, actually. Um, okay. It's a little overwhelming. I mean, when you look on LinkedIn, like there's so many customer success um, positions open now. Um, when you go to meetup, there's so many like meetups and, and blogs and people wanting to talk about customer success. Like I know I'm a part of the, um, women in customer success, um, meetup group in New York. Um, and we have a Slack channel where we just post questions and people can ask like, what are their tools that they like? Or, you know, I have a question about this. Um, I'm in a modern, customer success group as well. Um, yeah. that just, you know, putting yourself out there and uh, people are just, um, because I think it's such a new industry, people are still, or like new kind of segment, people are mm-hmm. really interested in hearing what everyone else has to say. So, um, joining these meetups, joining these blogs, um, is really the best way to get your foot in the door and kind of learn about what, uh, what pain points everyone has um, and um, what successes people are making as well. Yeah. I think one thing too, you know, if, if, you know, if you're in the audience listening to this and you're thinking about how do you get into ops and you're working for a company that doesn't have this role, there's a ton of need for all of the things that somebody in this kind of a role does. And it's an opportunity for you to kind of think about, okay, you know, could you volunteer and do a side project cleaning up your Salesforce instance or, you know, rolling out a a new tool that's going to benefit the team. And if you can kind of in your current role, get experience doing that, it helps prep you for a role in in operations. Definitely. I think that um, a lot of companies uh, have a sales operations position. I think that's pretty common. Um, Mm -hmm. So talking to your leaders about kind of having a counterpart to sales um, mm-hmm. is is the way to go. Absolutely. I think it's, it's a great and growing career. So hopefully, for those of you in the audience who are interested, you can start moving toward that because I know there's a lot of jobs out there for this. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find people. <laughs> so, 
So um, last question, what do you see as the biggest trend in customer success right now and why? Um, I think so over the last, I think maybe month or two, um, you see, for example, Salesforce purchased Bonobo, which is um, a company that records calls and analyzes transcripts to figure out patterns of frustration and, um, you know, follow-ups and things like that. And you see, um, for example, uh, Gong, which does something similar to Bonobo, but um, now adding email modules to, to, you know, so they used to just have recordings and now they also um, can tap into email and make sure that like customers are sending emails and that people are responding back and, and things like that. And mm-hmm. I think that all of that kind of leads to this idea of the, the holistic customer, right? It's like we have all these mm-hmm. different channels of communication, um, Slack, email, phone, tickets, uh, video calls, like all of these things. And I, I think that um, companies now are trying to figure out a way to kind of integrate all of that into one platform so that you can see um, kind of all the communication that's going on to uh, mm-hmm. from the CS team or from one company to to their customers, um, which I think is great because uh, you can't just be siloed and you you could definitely you could have for example one C- one CSM talking to a customer over email and they seem fine and dandy and you could have um, a, a technical account manager talking to a technical person on Slack and they're super yeah. angry about some bug that they have in their product, right? And so because we yeah. have all these um, avenues of communication now, it's really important for, for companies to kind of be able to see um, holistically how their customers are, are feeling about that company. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's so critical. And I think it's handled badly in a lot of organizations, <laughs> I guess is the way to put it. Um, you know, it's, it is hard to link up all these different tools and things. And so, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a pretty big trend right now is how can, how can we all pull all this great information that we have that lives in all these different places together, you yeah. know, so we can really see what's going on in a holistic way. So Rona, great to have you on today's episode. Thanks so much for sharing your experiences and practical tips with the audience today. Um, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and for any of the listeners out there, if you're interested, um, you can find me on LinkedIn. So feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to um, talk about career paths or tools that I use um, and always excited to have people join the field. I also want to thank our sponsors, Strike Deck and the Success League. To learn more about Strike Deck, you can visit strikedeck.com and follow Strike Deck on LinkedIn or at Strike Deck on Twitter. To find out more about the Success League, please visit our website, thesuccessleague.io, and follow the Success League on LinkedIn or at TSL Customers on Twitter. To get all of the latest episodes, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And finally, thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time.